some stories weren't meant to be told. and this is Big Sis. Marsha Ambrosius. And this is Ghosts of Our Past, but this isn't the first episode, guys. We had to actually lay this down. This is about, this is an introduction. So yeah. we're gonna actually just let you guys know why we're doing this series and what it's about and how it came about and why it's important to us. So Marsh, take it away. So we've had several conversations regarding um, this podcast, more importantly, wanting to disclose um, these stories for ourselves. It's a pandemic, we've had time and we've stumbled upon more information that we anticipated uh, regarding a house that we used to live in, in Camberwell, South London, when we were kids. So we moved from Liverpool to London and the house that we lived in, in Camberwell for almost 11 years was absolutely haunted. And- 100%. 100% haunted, not only haunted, but we would discover within the weeks leading up to these episodes that you're about to experience, um, that the current residents have stories of their own still in that same house and that validated our need to not only want to share amongst the community of people that haven't had these conversations these are complete strangers to us we haven't lived there in over 30 years and and that's, that's a long time that's a long time an extreme long time so um we we wanted to be able to kind of bring you in on the backstory of not only how we got there how we ended up staying there, what happened while we were there, but what's now happening after. You know, like I said, within the past 30 years, I've had vivid dreams, nightmares about this house. And um, on top of that, we had extremely positive experiences during that time. Like best, some of the best, best. years of our lives, a, a fantastic childhood. And at the same time, there were these things that were happening that we couldn't explain with parents that were receptive and positively receiving our stories as valid and true coming from their children that, yeah, we're imaginative and yeah, we're kids, but we had stories where that kind of took them aback and our mother having paranormal experiences of her own and our father being our stories being validated. Yeah, absolute skeptic, but he found the truth by ways of strangers too. So mm. it wasn't that these stories that we were telling were just our own, they were shared experiences. So we wanted to do this podcast so we could share this with you. So Marvin, if you could please tell the people what happened leading up to this particular episode. All right. Now, what you guys have got to understand is that 
obviously this is it's very personal the things that we're talking about now these aren't things that you just bring up in a random conversation the only way it's ever brought up is if somebody sees my tattoo and asks me what it is and I tell them what that is all will be revealed so me and Marsha having the conversations about what what happened just trying to bring some of the stories together try and bring see if there's any any synergy see if there's any kind of coincidence between them so I'm dropping my daughter to my aunt's house and then I've got, and then I'm basically, I'm going to go pick her up. So this, so would, have been, up. this would have been like a month ago. By the time this yeah. is, this would have been yeah. a month ago. Yeah, this has been about a month ago from now. Right. This, hence the reason why this, the turnover time is really fast, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because I basically said, all right, I'm going to stop the car. I'm going to park in the car park where we used to always play every single day. I've probably stepped in there twice in the last 30 years so that was weird in itself yeah a grown man standing where a child of of me once stood right playing football rounding cutting my hand skateboarding like everything so so what i did was i said let me get some let me just get some b-row footage of the house and just take some pictures some videos and as i'm doing a video going into the walkway um I'm just going closer. I'm starting to feel a bit eerie, like this is really strange. And I'm thinking I'm going to FaceTime Marsha in a minute. I'm going to FaceTime her in a minute. So I then look up and there's these people at the top. They were people. And, we and as I'm, and, yeah, no, no, they definitely were. And then as I'm filming, they ask it, excuse me, what are you doing? And I said, oh, sorry, um, I'm just filming because um, I used to live here. I actually lived in number 14 and I lived in number 2A with my sister and my mum. And I'm explaining myself and they say, oh, why are you filming? So I explain that I'm thinking of doing, I'm actually doing a podcast and it's, I said, it's supernatural. You might not be interested in it. And the guy turned around and said, it's still happening, bro. When he said that, the chills that came off the back of my neck, I just, I froze and went nuts and said, excuse me, one moment. I FaceTime you straight away, Marshall, immediately. Once I FaceTime you, I said, please repeat what you just said. And he said it. And Marsha's face turned white and was like, oh my God, it's still happening. It, so- it was a jaw dropper. It was, because it was in that moment. It's all those stories being about, you know, five or six years old to, to age 14, 15, all those stories. Once they said what they said, it made all those stories true. Whether it was just yeah. our personal experiences or not, now we weren't alone with it. Now it wasn't exclusive to just us. And um, if you could remind, well, tell the people what he actually said pertaining to the haunting. Now, this is where it gets even more spooky, where we're going to go into it in our episode. He said it's still going on. I asked him to be specific. So... He said, oh, you still hear children playing at night? Mm. I'm like, what in the back? I'm saying in the back, he's like, yep, you still hear it? I'm like, and then he explains about in the house, there's just, there's a a presence, a vibe, there's noises going on, even though there's nothing going on outside. And then he said, he's been writing poems for the last 10 years about his experiences of the house. I was just like, what? And then I said to him, can I, is there any way we can get together and have a chat? He then turns <laughs> and says, oh, um, I'll get a bunch of the neighbours to come. I said, what do you mean the neighbours? He goes, oh, no, it's just, it's not just me. Like, it's there's a the whole bunch of us. Building. So, so the whole building. So 
you need to picture I'm thinking Ghostbusters right now Sigourney Weaver Bill Murray yeah. <laughs> this building has a problem yeah and all of them are involved and experiencing it and still live there as grown adults I'm not talking to the child versions of yeah of us right yeah I'm talking to the grown he was about 50 yeah and that's what made it even worse I was just like this is a grown man yeah telling me that my experiences as a child and Marsha's experiences, my mum's, they weren't just real, they're still carrying on. And and then that led me to feel a bit, would I even walk back in the house? Yeah. Invited in. I got worried he was gonna invite me in. Oh, and I was yeah, like, no. <laughs> and I was like, and I was just kind of like, wait a second, I'm a grown man. Why would I ever think about being scared to be invited in? But just to bring it back to where we're going this is why we are here right now because right. i'm like i'm sorry there's something bigger than us way bigger i've always yeah. known that but with this now it's something that's like i've always said when you die you go somewhere right. something happens something ha- and i think you have a choice of what right. you want to do you, there's something you want to do this is my beliefs you have a choice and some people chose to stay that's, that's it. what you think yeah that's it i think some people were like you know Uh, what this is where this is where i live and i'm going to continue living here with with minimal disruption but mm -hmm. if you're someone that picks up on vibes you're someone that picks up on energy you're the people that feel it yeah that that can't be escaped some people will go somewhere not feel anything i've walked into houses as an adult and gone I won't even go to the toilet here yeah. because the, just because the vibe is wrong. Like yeah. the vibe is just wrong. So I'm like, there's just something. And I'll say to Steph, I'll say to my wife, something's really off about this house that we're in. I don't like it. Like yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much. I'm, and that I'm gut feeling, that yeah, gut feeling I'm, is never, never wrong. It never is. Yeah. And, I'm either staying in the same room or yeah. I'm just gonna be with the kids the whole time. And like I'm not acting weird, but I'm very weary of my and and wary of my surroundings right so so just so we're clear i did some some research on Uh Uh the area only because now it's been validated by people who still live there now and i feel like because of the time frame it was we we couldn't google it's 1983 you know so these are things that i could now google i didn't think or even want to i think i didn't want to find any answers but yeah I did. So I'll give you uh, one example, uh, which is the Surrey Canal children. Now, that's what, what he actually says, told us. To, that's what he told me to read. He said, go online and look at this. That's the, the guy that lived upstairs. He said, and the woman was with right. him, said, go and look at the Surrey Canal and research that. And it will give right. you all the reason into what's happening. So what I found out is the Surrey Canal was the end of the River Thames. The River Thames canals used to end in Camberwell. So anybody who's lived in South London, all of the parks, whether that's Burgess Park, Ruskin Park, Mitesville Park, we'd have our swing sets, slides and adventure playgrounds. But back then, basically kids were making adventure playgrounds of their own, their own pirate ships and all of these things. So it was, it was joyful, however, the catch is there were a lot of deaths reported Hundreds. because of drownings in the canals. 
So you're talking about washed up bodies of children in our area. So the haunting that we're experiencing in our home, um, there's so many things that are attached to that also, but yeah. hearing the kids at night and we're talking about three in the morning, pitch black, no noise, but can't the sound of can't see anything and you can hear kids playing. Um, another small story, which we won't need an entire episode on, but as it pertains to this, um, our parents separated and we used to stay at our dad's weekends. And one weekend, my brother and I were staying at our dad's and mum had company over, had people coming in from Liverpool. They stayed and that night, <laughs> well, that night, Creepy. spent the night, the next morning, her friends or family said, um, Cookie, you're, you're going to have to tell your kids to not come in the room to play with the toys at night. And we weren't there. <laughs> you know, and mum, mum held on to these stories for years for the protection of us both because she didn't want to scare us with it. Because I feel like at no point did I feel like there was an evil. There was just a presence, a very heavy, strong presence. And that was one example of, of the stories, but one that stuck out to me because I think mum didn't share that to me until I was way in my 20s, I think. I'd moved yeah, like, to America and, and again, by then. again, it was still in passing. Yeah, we, we never, exactly. We, we, never, we never sat down and said, can we just have a real conversation about this? Yeah. But all of we'll us- We'll get into that. All of us just kind of, and that's guys, we, to be honest, just letting you know now, we haven't done that yet. We've had conversations. Yeah, we haven't remember, had the talk. We, our mother was a grown woman. So yeah. her experiences are her own and we don't know what that means as a grown woman. So we can't wait to find out from her. Yeah. And hopefully she can get it out. Cause I can't, I know me as an adult. I, uh, uh. So yeah, I'm looking at, yeah. you know, most of the research from that, the, the Surrey Canal kids and just saying that there are no kids visible sometimes, some apparitions, yes, but you can hear splashing water um jumping for you can hear wood where there isn't wood if it's brick but you can there was hear, no water back there yeah the there's no, no water or anything no. back there and they're saying you know born burgess park is haunted eternally by the playing of these children and, and what was in burgess park marsh what what did they build the, in burgess park purpose the adventure playground um, anyone that's been in South London or grew up when we did knows Ruskin Burgess Park. Park. Ruskin yeah, Park had Ruskin the big too. massive pirate boat. Yeah, the pirate, oh, yeah, the boat, pirate boat as well. Yeah. Why is that? We know why. Commemorating so, the children. There is validity to that just because we know even us being the, the late 70s, early 80s kids, that's what we did. We went to the park adventure playgrounds. We were swinging off of ropes and bashing each other's heads in occasionally and hopefully we didn't die. But we're yeah. talking about kids that were reported drowned because of these things and the building that we were in built in 1897 by the Manet brothers, is it? French, yeah, they were French yeah, yeah. and they, they owned a lot 18, of the land around there. 1891 was when okay. our building was, was built. Okay. Just put that into context, it's 2020. Yeah, <laughs> and there's still an 1891 building that we um that we lived in. And all and that it's still time, there. yeah, and has a, <laughs> an emblem 
with a, a cat and I used to have nightmares about cats for some reason, but like, I don't know. Oh, we'll share that picture. I'm yeah, sure we'll have that on, the, on the YouTube, we'll share that one. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff and, and, and I'm glad for ourselves that we've decided to, to do the research and to have the conversation with our parents um, that we need to have. I feel like for mum in particular, when we found out about the current residents and their experiences, I was glad to share that with mum because these are adults also. She couldn't share it with yeah. us because we were only kids at the time, but these are adults that are going through it now. So it was like, mum, you weren't crazy. We weren't crazy. <laughs> Thank goodness. Like these yeah. weren't just things that were happening to us. You know what I mean? Have you ever, have you ever told a story so many times that you start to think to yourself, did I make that up? Marv, I'm like- Have you ever, like, have you, like, have you ever done that? Yeah, but, but then this became one of those experiences because I was hoping I was making it up sometimes Marv. to make sure that I could live right. not being scared. Yeah. So it was like reverse psychology. It was like, oh, myself. that's a movie. Yeah, it was like, that was a like, movie I watched. How am I going to play mind Irish? games with myself and me not to think something's real? Like, it's like. Which is so bad, but necessary no. because of how old we were. So to, to compartmentalize all of the haunting experiences that we did have, to, to put. Have you seen Dr. Sleep yet? No, you told me about it. it. So it's it's literally putting these stories in these treasure chests and chaining them up. But at the end of the day, they're still in there. We've locked them away, even stuff that we've discovered over the past week. And when we moved to London, Matthew being your best friend of, you know, still to this day, this is 40 years of friendship. And literally 40 years of friendship and he yeah. remembers us telling him about the lady that lived that in, lived our in house. the house and, and he's not I talking about I... a literal lady he's talking no, about like a... someone that we could see yeah it's a it's a ghost we we told we him the story i i put that away but i do have a story attached to what i thought that could be mm. maybe but not really i don't remember disclosing that to Matthew. Matthew was younger than me by what, three years. So it still felt like you were my little kids. And I'm like, I'm trying to protect you. So where mum's trying to protect me, the next chain of command is I'm big sis. I've got to make sure that you lot are okay. And I I guess it got too overbearing Mm. at the time. And we had to tell somebody because at the end of the day, we'd moved from Liverpool away from our close family and close friends and being that young anyway, our circle's this big. So when we've attached to Matthew and his mum and his older brother, it's, oh my God, we're not alone. Please let us tell our stories. And we haven't even realized how many times we've done that. So for this podcast to now be available to not only whoever wants to hear it, but people who lived in London at the time or knew us, you know, or were around, to, to kind of under understand those experiences in some type of way would really, really, really help. Yeah, and I think like you mentioned on the intro is just that this is obviously this is our story, but what we really want to do is tap into your stories as well. Yeah. We want to hear from you. And if there is any synergy between living in that area in Camberwell and someone telling us the same things, 
we that obviously it's going to be like what do you do with that information first of all but the first thing you do I feel like it's always a good therapy to find out that what you're thinking is good like it's healthy yeah so like I can actually then store it somewhere that goes okay we weren't alone like I wasn't just sitting there like scared out of my mind it was like no I was like human it was fine it was fine to be that scared and that's the whole point exactly and sometimes guys there's some things some episodes we're going to have where there's things that I only said out loud for the first time in probably 30 years a couple yeah. of weeks ago to Marsh which I'd never said and she knew but I'd never yeah. said it because it was one of those things I didn't want to admit it verbally but I will say it not now but in that episode I will say it because it, yeah. it's like oh my god you did what how right. could your mother how could she let you do this but, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it was, it it's was, disclosing she didn't know. yeah it's closing personal extremely personal stories about that part of our childhood and understanding that we buried them in a way where we added a level of normalcy to us. Yeah. So where our cousins, whether it's Nat, Warren, like them having their experiences or Auntie Beryl or Nana, like whoever had a story within the family, it was ours. So we could share in our own safe space. But what it felt like when we went out into the world, it's like, you lot don't know that when I come to school and I go to St. John the Divine Church and then we go to St. John the Divine School, primary school, and we do our lessons and then we go to to play center, to CASP. And then I feel like all of these activities, that's without basketball practice. It's getting home around eight o'clock, 8.30. And it's, you you filled all this space during the day. And it's like, well, we're trying to do all these things to not go home. But by the time we got yeah. home, it's it's dinner time, it's bath time, it's bath dinner time, time and yeah. then it's Bedtime. trying to minimalize how much time, time you've got to spend exactly. there. And and you know you forget, Marsh. Do you know what? We never spent that much time because guess where we were all the time? Play center. Play center. Yeah. So straight after school's play center. So that was about three and a half hours. Yeah. Not in the house and two hours awake. Yeah. True. That so makes you. It makes you wonder. Yeah, like mum perp- and mum put that together. Mum was responsible with Carmen and everybody founding a place for the kids to be while, you know, we have working parents. So it's mum, dad yeah. working their tails off and we needed somewhere to go. So they created a safe space because I don't know if you remember this. It used to be in a house right opposite our old house. You said that. I, I don't remember. I that was when we were really that. young. Until we got yeah. an actual building or used the actual school, it was someone's yes. house. And that might have been for a couple of months. But then it builds. Wow. And then we get a school. And it's the school next to Warner Road by Beatas with that news yeah. agent on the corner. Yeah, yeah that's still there. That news agent's still there. That's crazy. <laughs> and um, I'm remembering all of these things, even when it came to documenting that house my 10th birthday we definitely have it all on video but we haven't watched it with these eyes you know and even looking for pictures of us in the house i can only recall a handful yet we had uh, a bag of negatives um sorry for you kids that don't understand about you know (laughs) selfies and you used to have to take a reel of film and develop it it was really old school bring it into a place to get it developed. Yeah, and, it and cost, then you'd be it waiting. A lot of money. It wasn't even cheap, it was a lot of money. It was like Woolworths or one of them things. And I remember mum getting bags and bags of pictures and we'd be going through them and it would be a lot of them that just wouldn't come out. They just, 
mm. looked like they blurred. were clear, blurred, like who took that one? And we would just sift through them, not necessarily yeah. looking at what the composition was as a whole, but just, oh, I can't see me there. Didn't even want mm. to look at what I was actually looking at. And I thought yeah. about that last night when I called you, I was like, all of them bags of negatives. And I used to sit there looking at them in the light, like, what is that? Yeah. And you couldn't work it out and they were never developed. There are some that, pictures I can still see actually that I remember like And that. that worries me a little bit. I'm a bit concerned about that. And um, as many photo albums or family photo albums that we did have, I can only recall a, a bunch for 11 years. We're talking about 11 years. I can only recall main events, a birthday or yeah, Christmas the, the, or the barely. I don't even remember Christmas pictures in there. The in, the in betweens are far in between. Yeah, That's really strange. Like I, I like you couldn't say to me February, March, what happened? Yeah, don't. It's not some a reason, picture. Everything's eventful. A birthday, yeah. Christmas, Halloween's nothing to do with it because I don't even. I remember I one don't. Halloween, one Halloween in Fourteen Orchard House. I remember with when we were bobbing for apples. Oh but yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. Only, that's in that's the, the kitchen. Only, yeah, that's the only one, and I think that is tied. The only reason why is because I think that's tagged to my burnt leg that when I okay. burnt my leg. So yeah. I think that's the only reason why I remember that because it was a part of the event. If that makes sense, right? That's Which another so, story. Yeah, after. it's it's just. All of it's just a bit strange, but we. But this is a in, this is an intro show. Like me, you know, we're going to talk forever, Marshall. This. So. Yeah. No. 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 Let's, this is it. This is this is yeah, absolutely yeah, all yeah, we need yeah, for we this part. And um, guys, I'm just telling you, please, just ghost of our past UK at gmail.com. Hit us up if you were in the South London area of sorts, or you've had any paranormal experience um we'd love Worldwide. to hear from you this is a shared experience it just is and my obsession with watching these shows like i, I don't understand how they go in there and do all the investigations yeah. by no means what do i think i even have it in me to want to go back in this house to yeah. feel anything but i think what transpires from this is the curiosity for people to actually want to go and yeah. see and even the people that you spoke to, I'm hoping that you spoke to them um, <laughs> at the house um, for them to reach back out and we really sit with what they're experiencing now. I feel like that will further validate um, how we're feeling and they get to, it's almost like mum got to experience it as an adult. So her rationale, her way to to make sense of it all was different from it, yeah. us process. to process this and go, we were this young. Mum, I don't know if I'm still mad at you because you told me in my 20s what I was experiencing, all these stories that I was telling you when we were that age. Now you're telling me I wasn't crazy. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> Thanks exactly. But you know what? Uh, like this, it's, A lot of things are going to be unraveled. A lot of things are going to be... Um, definitely i would say put to bed put to rest and discovered there's a lot of discovery going on with this podcast but yeah um i want again everybody that listens to this like share it tell your friends there's going to be people that are going to tell you stories that you'd never even would have known that they had right. so this is going to bring another part of, of 
everyone you know as well but we want that that's exactly what we want from you and exactly. we're gonna give we're gonna give you our story but we want to hear yours first episode guys remember is the 31st of october um halloween um it just has to come out on that day um tune in share it spotify goop goop merch coming soon yeah. like honestly we're, we're going we're going in people we're going in we have to we have to um, so like yeah this is going to be a journey for us both and i'm i'm hoping that we reach some people that this uh this can help because i'm glad re- we have the help now but yeah but, but on the real marsh if there was anybody i'd had to do this journey with it would have been you <laughs> thank you sis she really looked after. She really looked after me. So, like, what can I say, man? Thanks, bro. Uh, like, all right, man. All right. all right. Well, people, thirty-first Halloween. We got this first episode, first sighting. Peace. Goop goop.